0: Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke Daily. (laughs) Hi, folks. Let me just say, just welcome to hell, okay, Um, with me, your new tour guide, Danielle Moody. So let's just start this Tuesday off with the hot shit that happened yesterday, and then, you know, move into the hellscape that is just life in America. So first of all, how does yesterday open up? Well, yesterday opens up with the fact that there were rumors that Elon Musk once again was making a bid for Twitter. Well, as it turns out, by the time that we didn't even make it to five o'clock yesterday, that we learned that Elon Musk, yes, has bought Twitter for the bargain basement price of $44 billion. Yes, the known racist, transphobe, piece of shit, Elon Musk is now the owner of one of the most important platforms for our democracy. Let's just start there. That while the Department of Justice is so fucking hell-bent on going after Russian oligarchs that we are doing nothing in this country to ensure that, I don't know, that spaces and places that were made for the sole purpose of connection of community of camaraderie and all of these things have turned into, uh, town halls and playgrounds for the Uber and super rich. But of course, I mean, what else did we think was going to happen in a country where we put fame and celebrity above integrity, right. And morals where, you know, we allowed for a reality TV show host who is a failed, fucking businessman to become president of the United States, right? I alone can fix this. No, you alone broke this shit wide the fuck open. And maybe, you know, at some point, when we're all sharing cells uh, at, at, at Rikers or, or, or whatever federal facility um, that we will all end up in at some point in time, because you see what has happened with our social media spaces is that either they're being controlled by monopoly, a la Facebook and Meta. Or they are being bought up by multi-billionaires who just want to have some fun. The thing that I keep asking myself is where the fuck are the people that are actually on our side with any money? You know, where is, but, but then I think to myself, well, how would they amass such wealth if, if you're not trampling on you know, the ability of small business to be able to develop. If you're not trampling on or stealing from your workers, if you're not doing awful, crass shit, how else would you amass a hundred billion dollars? It isn't on genius alone, which is what we love to sell to the American people, right? This fantasy that, you know, it was integrity and hard work that gets these multi-billionaires where they are. It isn't not for the ones that have tens and hundreds of fucking billions of dollars. No, they did it on the backs of people, but we don't want to tell that story, right? We want to provide the fantasy because then you have regular schmoes that are going around and caping for the likes of Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, because at the end of the day, You know, wealth is where it's at and that's what people want, right? And so they'll vote against their own interests so long as you keep dangling the false idea that they too one day are going to be rich and when they are, they're not gonna wanna pay their taxes. But until then, you're gonna pay more taxes than Elon Musk and Donald Trump because that's the world, the country that we have created. I am so fucking outdone by... Elon Musk and this fucking sale, because you know, there are many of my friends and colleagues who are like, well, I'm not going to leave Twitter. You know, I'm going to stay here and I'm going to fight. You're going to fight what? Like the fucking cesspool. You know, I am right now trying to figure out because Twitter is where I have amassed the most followers, right? Of all the platforms that I'm on, but I don't want to be in this fucking cesspool. I got a piece last week of what it was like to go against Elon Musk and dare I fucking have thoughts and perspective on this cis, uh, white, straight, wealthy man. Dare I, as this lowly black child of immigrants and a lesbian at that, have the audacity to speak out against like this type of ego and obsession and craven behavior. God forbid I do that and not become a target. Of the right and of these fucking bots. I'm just so sick to fucking death of this place. And, you know, I I realized yesterday. At around three o'clock, like I cannot allow and afford for America to make me obese because all I want to do is just sit around and eat bags of chips and fucking wash it down with a bottle of vodka just to get to a level of numb. That's the feelings that are going through my head right now, right? Like is how do I numb this sense of fucking rage that I can't, I can't manage to wrap my fucking arms around. So you have the Elon Musk story that breaks. Then you have, you know, one good story that happens with regard to Donald Trump and the fucking fact that we have no Department of Justice with any type of fucking cojones, any type of fucking ovaries, any type of fucking spine that is going to activate on all of the goddamn information that we have out there that people have been reporting on and investigating on, but paging Merrick fucking Garland My God, you know, so you got this one story of a New York judge that says, you know what? We're holding Donald Trump in contempt, right? On a $10,000 a day fucking charge until he turns over the documents that AG Tish James has stated right? Via subpoena that she needs in order to continue her investigation. Well, a New York judge said, yeah, I take my job seriously. And so we're fining you $10,000 a day. And I'm thinking to myself now for any normal person, $10,000 a day, one $10,000 a day would fuck us. But Donald Trump, he don't pay nobody. He don't pay his friends. He don't pay the fucking government. So you tell me how the judge is going to be collecting $10,000 a day from Donald Trump. And also, if you're a billionaire or a fake one at that, how is $10,000 a day going to affect you when you don't pay any of your bills anyhow? Like, do do you understand what I'm saying? So even the perception of there being some sliver of justice, I'm like, unless the judge is going to knock on Donald Trump's door and say, give me $10,000 every single fucking day, write me a check. Unless we throw that motherfucker in jail, what are we going on again? A hope and a dream, right? With these civil fucking cases that end in no jail time whatsoever, but just cash penalties. (sighs) Then... Then we move to the other breaking news that happened yesterday. CNN has obtained 2,300 text message exchanges between Mark Meadows and Trump's inner circle, including his disgusting fucking spawn, who all of them, along with 40 current and former Republican members of Congress, right, who were actively working to overthrow The election and texting back and forth on, as our friend Glenn Kirshner called it, the fucking treason hotline that they were on in order to get Mark Meadows to do something. But you see, it was really funny to me that in these exchanges, which began before the election and then ended with the inauguration of Joe Biden, that even before, even before a fucking vote, a ballot was cast and counted. Don Trump Jr. is out there along with Marjorie Taylor Greene, along with others saying, we need to do something to stop this steal. You have Sean fucking Hannity texting back and forth who has a megaphone, right? Texting back and forth. What do I need to do boss to Mark Meadows? Yes, sir. I'll alert the people that they need to be voting in all of these states that Donald Trump is fucking trailing in, but you know that he's trailing You know that you've said that you've gotten your fucking, uh, troll MAGA people out, but guess what? It's not enough, right? Because you don't want to take shit on face value. You don't believe in democracy or free and fair elections. So even before the fucking election happens, You're out there trying to do what exactly? And how is that not against the law? How is it not fucking treason? How is it not election fraud? But once again, paging Merrick Garland, anybody see him? Anybody hear from him? Should we put him on a fucking milk carton? Folks, I am at a place. I'm at a place where I'm beginning to go back to the dark side where I'm like, I don't know why I do the work that I do because it's clearly not having any impact. And I don't know why people aren't more riled up about the fact that your democracy is being fucking stolen from you in broad daylight from wealthy billionaires, from the fucking greedy, from these fucking treasonous ass obstructionist cult members like, and no one is doing a thing. Somebody tweeted at me yesterday and they were just like, yeah, I think that the biggest mistake that Joe Biden has made, and I'm thinking to myself, I mean, the biggest, like which, which one are we talking about? Is it the fact that you're not going to relieve student loan debt? Is it the fact that you still think Mitch McConnell is an upstanding moral citizen? Or is it the fact that like you put in the most lackluster, milk toast motherfucking AG after we had a fucking mobster in the White House? Which one of the mistakes we pulling down today? Okay, because that's the question that I'm asking. The tweet said this when Joe Biden said that we were gonna turn the page, right, and not look in the past to what Trump has done, but look in the future, they were like, yeah, that was the biggest mistake that Joe Biden made, and we all should have been paying attention then. But you see, I, along with many of you, were paying attention way before that when I didn't want Joe Biden to become president of the United States. And now I think to myself, you know, somebody will say, well, who could have won? I don't know anybody with an authentic message that was actually going to penetrate the people. Because here's the thing, folks, and I keep doing these media trainings with nonprofit organizations and groups that are like issue-based focused, from abortion to voting to, you know, civil rights to incarceration. And I keep telling them, stop trying to hit people with your facts and your figures. No one gives a fuck. I literally said that yesterday in a training. No one cares. You keep trying to meet people with your motherfucking bullet points and they're bringing actual bullets to this duel, right? So here's the thing that you need to understand. On Earth 2, in our alternative fact land that Kellyanne Conway and the rest of the entire MAGA nation lives in, they don't have facts there. What they do have is a significant and important ability to storytell and rile up their base. And I say to myself, Where the fuck is that on the left? No, we're too good for that. We think that if we tell you that the polls say that 80% of Americans believe that you should have an abortion and have the ability to do so, that that somehow is going to resonate with actual real people who don't give a fuck about your facts and your bullet points. Folks, if we are not asking ourselves why we are doing such things, right? And like who we are trying to meet, do we think? That people are showing up in this upcoming midterm election cycle. Do we think that anything is going to get them out? And now that we don't even have, right, these quote unquote democratic town hall spaces to be able to send out our messages, because guess who's going to fuck with the algorithms? Guess who's going to make sure, right, that the trolls and the bigots and the racists have their way. You might as well have sold Twitter to fucking Donald Trump, basically, right? So here's the thing. I do not know if any of this even matters anymore. That's where I am, dear friends. I don't know if everything, if all hope isn't lost. And you know, if you listen to me, you probably think at this point that I'm fucking crazy because some days I'm 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 scrounging around in the dark just trying to find that mustard seed of hope and put it deep into my pocket and and seal it up real good hoping that it doesn't escape me again and then there are days like today where I just want to go outside go into the middle of the street and just fucking scream I really do I just want to do and I want it to be socially acceptable to do so I want to act like a toddler just for a good 60 seconds and scream because that's the level of rage that I have right now. What the fuck, guys? What the fuck is this administration doing about anything? Seriously. What are we doing right now? I, 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 I just, you know. Congress had the ability a long time ago to fucking relegate, uh, regulate, um, technology firms, right? Are they media? Are they technology? What kind of rules and regulations? What can we be thinking about? Right. Future tense about what is being developed and making sure, making sure that not one company, one person has a fucking monopoly, Right making sure that like the people are still participating in this democracy and have the ability to do so and guess what we have failed across the board because what i just what i what what drives me crazy folks is that greed will always win out We have been sold through Hollywood, right? Through, you know, uh, Mr. Smith goes to Washington, through these, you know, Scooby-Doo type tales where good prevails. That happens in Hollywood. It doesn't happen in reality. And what I'm realizing is why we were so in love with Obama was because he was our real life fairy tale come to life, right? All of the things that we thought couldn't happen and would never happen, he materialized, right? He actualized. But that's a once in a generation type of leader, and it only lasted for eight years and then was erased in four then we went back to the same old, same old, and I'm being asked questions about what do you think if Bernie Sanders runs again? Are you crazy? Right? Is this an octogenarian like fucking face off? Is that what we're doing, folks? I, I, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. I I don't know where we go from here, where, as I speak right now, the Supreme court is hearing a case that will allow prayer back in schools. So we are, we just think, just, just sit with me for a minute. Abortion is already lost in red States, right? Has been In June, it'll be lost across the country, and there will be a patchwork of abortion asylum states. At the same time that this is going on, we're going to have on our six to three Supreme Court probably prayer back in schools. At the same time that we're going to be allowing for this to transpire, I'm not saying that it has, but I'm saying the Supreme Court is hearing it, and I'm saying who is on the Supreme Court leads me to believe that at a time when People are not going to be able to get abortions. You're going to allow prayer back in school. We're not allowed to say gay. We're not allowed to talk about critical, to talk about race or identity or difference, right? At all. Um, what else is happening? Oh, trans youth aren't allowed to play on sports. We have hundreds of voter suppression bills across the country um they are making signals about you know defunding public schools and bringing back um pre brown versus the board of education so resegregating our schools um, they're floating around stripping marriage equality, which we just need one case out of Texas to do that because now they want to protect Texas. Um, so that was, that was said by, uh, a candidate running for, uh, attorney general there. Um, and then they're also coming for interracial marriages because that was something that was said just flippantly. But once again, we don't want to take any of these things seriously, like as a party, we don't want to fight the culture war because that's not what the American people want. They want kitchen table issues. No, they want to know that they're going to be able to send their kids to school for an actual education, like so that they can be global citizens so that they can participate in their democracy and understand what that actually means and how far we have come and why we are backsliding now, but under the current systems in Florida, Texas, Oklahoma, Virginia, that's not going to be the case. So you tell me where you think America is going to be a year from now. I won't even go into 2024 because I honestly don't think that we make it there. Do you know what I'm saying? Not intact as like a country. I think that we get to 2024 and have an election the way that, you know, uh, Orban in Hungary has elections and the way that Putin in Russia has elections and the way that Mohammed bin Salam has elections, right? Like they're going to be elections with air quotes, but they're not gonna actually matter or mean a fucking thing. So you tell me with the list of things and I know that I'm missing many, trust and believe, Where do you think that we go as a country in a year from now? What do you think that that looks like? Republicans are certainly going to take back the House and the Senate, right? If they don't, the only reason why that won't happen is literally an act of somebody's God, right? Like divine intervention is literally what I am praying for now. So what does that tell you about what I'm hearing from on the ground grassroots organizations and issues focused organizations? I'm hearing that they don't understand the current media landscape that we're in and the climate and the things that they are putting out are still under the perception that we're not dealing with one political party and one hopped up white supremacist cult that actually knows how media works, that knows how to get people onto their side, that knows how to rile up people because they don't have to depend on facts, but I'm telling you, You don't have to defend on facts either. The facts are on our side. You just need to tell the stories. Folks, I don't feel good today. I did not feel good yesterday. It's why I tell you that by the time that we get to Friday, that if you are not shutting off the news, shutting off social media, and just connecting with the people Um, around you or the environment around you and just like engaging in that way, you are not going to make it. And I need every single one of us to make it, including myself, because I feel on the fucking verge today. Right? Like, I mean, there is just nowhere to look. And the funny thing was, is that when I came back from spending time with my friends over the weekend, I was like so blissful, like completely blissed out. Like, where was I just like, you know, in nature, by the water, you know, playing with little kids and, you know, being in the outdoors, like there's nothing better than that. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, this is how people begin to slowly disconnect and disengage because I don't believe it's because we don't care. I think that for some people, it's because we care too much, right? That we care so much that now what is transpiring every single day is actually too much for our emotional and spiritual well being. And at the end of the day, if that is not intact, right, then we are not okay. So if it now becomes a matter of survival, right? And emotional health and well-being versus being actively engaged in a crumbling democracy. What do you think most people are gonna choose? They're gonna choose to hold on to whatever little pieces of their sanity that they can and let the rest go with God. That's what they're gonna fucking choose. So, you know, folks, I... As a person who truly believes in our democracy, that believes in like the voice of the people, I am struggling today to figure out how to hold balance, how to hold space for the rage that I have and the desire to utilize whatever platforms that I have for however long or short I may be able to hold on to them for. Um, before I decide that my emotional well being and the health and well being of my family and friends is more important than raging against a machine that is literally gonna churn us all up and spit us all out. I don't mean and want to be doom and gloom on a day in, day out basis. But I'm reading the cards, I'm looking at the tea leaves, I'm seeing the headlines, and I'm like, Whoa. yo. You know, is this how they felt in, you know, in Germany and in South Africa? Like as apartheid and the Nazis were bearing down, is this like, but where do you escape to? I mean, just on Sunday, we were cheering the fact that Macron, you know, is the first centrist right in France's history or president, regardless of party. To be reelected. Like, France is like one and done, right? And they like to move on real quick. But given, right, Macron on one hand and then Le Pen on the other, they're like, so maybe we don't wanna be fascists, like right now, maybe later. But the thing that I said yesterday and what folks have to understand and recognize is that she grew. In there, her numbers, much in the same way that Trump did. So, while Donald Trump did not win the 2020 election, I know I don't need to tell you good people that, he gained millions of voters. So, while Le Pen did not win this time, she gained percentage points. The last time she ran, she got something like 30, 33% of the vote. This time she got nearly 42, 41.8. So basically 42%. That shouldn't make anybody feel good. And as a matter of fact, over the weekend, Eamon Mohedin had one of the best threads on this. He's like, wake the fuck up. You're all sitting here, you know, popping champagne and celebrating. And he's just like, this is not over. Like this is a slow, as as Bill Maher said, a slow moving coup. I will add, it is a slow moving global coup. Because think about what a G seven looks like, but for evil, right? Think about who's sitting down at the table. Um. Oh, I don't know. MBS, Orbán, Putin, Trump, a Le Pen. Right? Think about those people being in control of the most powerful countries and them being able to seize power all at the same time. Think about that because that's the global plan and strategy. Then you dismantle, right? All of the things that alliances were created around and You redo the world in the image of authoritarianism and destruction. You're able to bring back a slave trade. You're able to traffic and kidnap and do whatever it is that you want. You're able to make literal deals with the devil. Folks, you think that today I'm going off the deep end. I want you to pay attention. The only reason why these things these horrible historical stains have been removed from the world is because of America and forces of good doing what was right, waiting too fucking long, but eventually doing what was right. What happens when who is quote unquote good or good ish no longer has power, nor do they have any hopes of regaining it? This is where I am today. This is what is actually keeping me up at night. And I go back to the beginning. Look, I'm not trying to be anybody's alcoholic. I'm not trying to be anybody's addict, but like, I I understand when people get into places where they're just like, I just want to numb the pain. And that's why I'm like, we got to dive headfirst into whatever kind of wellness and community and network that we need in order not to do that. Because I'm seeing reports, and this popped up on my screen um, over the weekend depression, anxiety, and suicides are up, and not just among teens, right? They're up everywhere. It isn't just like the fact that we've been living in and through a pandemic for going on three fucking years. It is the confluence of all of these things that I've been naming. We are in fucking danger. And so I say it out loud that, you know, people, the urge is always to grab something external in order to fill us up. I don't want that to be the case because I believe that things are going to get worse, right? And we need our strength and our wits about us. And so what does wellness look like when everything is on the verge of collapse? I don't know. But what I'm saying is I'm putting it out there and I'm wanting to name it because if we don't find what works for us and be able to double down on that now, I worry about us later. Things that I have been doing that I can offer up, I am spending a lot more intentional time with my friends, right? Um, In community, I am spending um, a lot of time on longer meditations. Um, I'm trying to reach out and connect with more people. For me, my work is kind of toxic, but I'm trying to figure out how to creatively share my thoughts with folks so that I can hit people where they are. But we need to figure out and then activate for ourselves what is going to be our go-to sources. And also, you know, again, staying on the dark side. If all of these things were to magically disappear, have you built up enough of a reservoir of wellness within you In order to sustain you, if those things are taken away, I want to use the people of Russia as an example, right? All of our sanctions, they're not hurting Putin. They're hurting the Russian people. And the hopes is that you hurt the Russian people so much that what they turn around and they revolt. Well, Everything has been taken away from them. Their social media, their access to their banks, their access to friends and family, right like the truth, the outside media. How do you sustain in a country like that? That's not me offering that example because I think the exact thing is going to happen but The fact that it has happened to the people of Russia, that it has happened in Ukraine, what is going on there? The fact that there are countries that already exist like this because they're run under, you know, dictatorships. How do you manage in that state? This is why I want us to use woke AF as a meditation and rage. Yes. But as a place to ask those questions to people in the chat, in the comments, like, what are you doing? You know, if you are sharing, then maybe you can help open our eyes, right? Because without community, we're going to lose our sanity. And I don't want that for myself. And I surely do not want it for you all. So we have got to engage not only in the topics of the day and making sure that we are up to date with what is happening, but that we are also up to date with our care. Because I'm telling you folks, this is fucking Tuesday and I already want the week to be over. I don't even want to know what everything will look like by the time we get to Friday. That's how I'm feeling right now. And I'm just like, hmm, did I go walking today? Did I work out today? Did I connect with friends and family today? What are those things that are going to keep my spirits up as the world around me seems to become, you know, a subway tunnel with no way in or out? Friends, that is it for me today on Woke AF. Please, 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 please. My one request is that after you listen to Woke AF, after you listen to one of my episodes, take three to five deep cleansing breaths. Those are breaths that you take in from your lower diaphragm through your nose. Hold for a count of four seconds, just four seconds, and then breathe it out. Do that at least three rounds, three times, and then let it go. Focus on something good for 90 minutes, right? For 20 minutes, for 15 minutes, whatever time that you have, so that you can pick it up again. Because I know from my own family... And friends, that the way that I deliver things and how it comes out is piercing, right? And I want you all to continue to be engaged, but I want you well. So three rounds, good, solid, deep breaths, and then let it go. As always, dear friends, power to the people and to all the people. Power, get woke and stay woke as fuck.